Hi there, and welcome to the Sports Fans TV Cricket Fan Show. My name's Steve. I am the erstwhile cricket guy, and I'm joined by my very good friend and man with an, who's forgotten more about cricket than I will ever know, Tony. How are you, Tony? You're, you're too modest. <laughs> good evening, all. I'm well, thank you. Nice to see you, Steve. Yeah, great to see you, Tony. So we're here to talk about the excitement of a New England Test squad. Um, England have selected their side to go to the West Indies in the, the upcoming Test matches. And um, we've discussed on another show the big story about leaving um, Stuart Broad and Jimmy Anderson out. So on this show, we're going to focus very much on the squad itself. So a couple of surprise additions. Let's start with the batters first. So obviously, Root is there, um, as you would expect. Not going to leave Root out, of course. Um, Crawley, who did okay in Australia, he's there and looks like he will open the batting. But alongside him, it looks like they've gone and, and he's in the squad and he looks like he's going to play. Alex Lees of Durham. He's the only opener. He's so the he's, only other opener, yeah. So he's, he's barring accidents, he's going to uh, play all the, the three tests. Yeah. So he's 28 years old, so he's been around a bit. And I've seen Strauss talking about him as somebody who knows his game. He's not a callow youth. He's going to go out there. He's somebody who's so got seven, more than 7,000 first-class runs. So he knows which way of the bat to hold, which, which way around to hold it. Um, what did you make of that, Tony? Good well, I selection? Think, I think, yes, I think it was right, widely mooted. He had a good, he's had a good couple of seasons. He's playing in Durham, uh, which is... Um, a test for a, a t an opener. It, it, it's uh, uh, um, the, the ball does a lot in Durham. Um, he uh, is mature. I would describe him, if you like, as a Rory Burns without Rory's idiosyncrasies, <laughs> without his peculiarities of technique. And I think that um, obviously we don't know uh, what his test temperament's going to be. That is the big question. That's got to be taken on trust. And, he, and he'll find that out in the West Indies against Roach and Holder and, and uh, the like, because they're, they're going to give him a testing time, let's face it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, we'll find out. But I, I, he, meets, he meets with, he said modestly, with my approval. <laughs> that's, for, that's great, Tony. Yeah, no, I was, I mean, I think England clearly had been hoping that Hamid was going to be the man that was going to come back in and was going to give them that. That, that presence at the top of the order. And I thought Burns was, was established. Well, Burns pretty quickly got de-established in Australia. And uh, as obviously had Sibley before him as well, it, it, it looked like Sibley and Burns was, was, the, was the pairing for, for a while. But yeah, England need an opener. There are others around. Haynes of Sussex was a potential option. Libby, who we both like, was a potential option of, of Worcestershire. But I guess, yeah, Lees, I can understand why they've gone for the slightly older player with a bit more of an established domestic game. Um, it reminds me a little of when Australia went for Chris Rogers to open the batting. Um, they brought him in. He was a good player in first-class cricket, but hadn't really been that near the test side. They needed somebody who they thought could handle it. And Rogers came in and did did very well for Australia a few years ago. So similar kind of pick, I guess, to hoping for the same sort of, uh, same sort of, of reaction. But actually, I mean, we spoke about Joe Root. The big other news about it, which which Strauss has kind of let the, the cat out of the bag, is that Root's going to bat at number three yes. um, uh, at, at Root's suggestion, apparently, which is interesting because he's former previously said he would much rather bat at number four. Yes, it shows you um, uh, one of the, to me, surprise omissions is, uh, is Milan. Now, whether or not 
uh, there's a domestic issue there because he, he the poor guy had um, he had an up and down tour, but I don't think he was by any means disgraced on on the Ashes tour. But he did have to miss the birth of his baby when he's been in the bubble interminably, and um, and maybe there's although it hasn't been said, which I, I I find a little disappointing if if there is some of that um, that uh, he needs that rest. So if you take Milan out of the equation, we are struggling for number threes. We, yeah. Well, we struggled before uh, Milan came uh, for number threes. I thought maybe from the squad that, that was picked that Dan Lawrence might uh, be a candidate for number three. But I see the logic. Um, Root, in a way... <sighs> He's, well, he's been number three nearly all his life because batting at number four, the opening partnership had failed so yeah. quickly he's been at the crease so early. Yeah. So maybe he said, look, let's get this out of the way. I'll come in three and we'll give the others chance. I'm not yeah. sure that, um, if you like, unproven players wouldn't rather get into the fray a bit earlier. Yeah, you yeah. know, it, it, it's sitting around in the in the dressing room waiting to come in uh, is is pressure in itself. But yeah. nevertheless, he's taken that decision. I admire him for it. Mm -hmm. He's trying to give backbone to the to the batting, and uh, if it if it succeeds, all well and good. Yeah. So, so obviously that then puts the engine room four, five, six. You would you would say that Stokes will probably bat at five, so that gives you four and and six. Bairstow had a pretty good ashes, so you would think yeah. you would think that Bairstow would be. Would be I, I I disagree with you there. Yeah, I've seen signs of irresponsibility is too strong a word, but um, of Stokes being a bit headstrong at five, uh, I would rather bat him at four, right? I, uh, so that um, he realizes there is more responsibility on him batting at four and he cuts out some of the very daring unnecessary shots that he played and got out to in Australia so I would like to see Stokes at four and Bairstow at five not Bairstow at four and Stokes at five. Interesting yeah that's a good good point Tony that would be interesting and then I guess it's a toss-up then at six between Lawrence and Pope. Um, yes well surely both of them are in the last chance saloon. I mean, Ollie Pope, he's been the eternal promising prodigy for four years. Something uh, like that, yeah. Is it five? It could be, um, yeah. Uh, um, and apart from a couple of isolated innings and several promising starts, um, he's yet to deliver consistency. Yeah. That's what we, well, he's got the talent. We know he's got the talent. The cricketers and Strauss and, and uh, Co know he's got the talent, but he's got to, he's got to demonstrate it. So yeah. I think he and Lawrence, of course, well, <laughs> far be it for me, but he's, <laughs> he's almost an unknown quantity because yeah. he didn't raise back to ball in Australia. And, 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 and before that, he was in and out or up and down like a yo-yo. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I, if you have to push me, mm -hmm. I think they'll go for Pope and, and see how he goes. 
Yeah, they they might well. I mean, Pope has twenty August twenty eighteen. He made his test debut. Yeah. Um, he's played twenty three tests. He's got one one hundred in that time, and what one, two, three, four, five fifties, I think, six fifties. So you know, seven scores in. Yes. Yes. But when you want somebody batting where he is, although to be fair to him, he has batted lower down than maybe uh, is good for him. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Maybe he could go in at five and 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 uh, Bairstow at six. Possibly. But, um, yeah. Yeah. But, and Lawrence, of course, really, I think he's he's got one uh, certainly. One, I can remember one very good innings he played. But he's a he's a bad starter. Lawrence is a, if if he gets over the first uh, twenty or thirty, then he tends to settle in a bit more. But yeah. I I had this feeling he might once again be carrying the bags. Yes, it's possible. It's possible. The the thing for me with with Pope, as we've mentioned on the show before, is his second innings contribution yeah. is dreadful. Oh. Um, his his highest score in the second innings in a Test match is twenty eight. Um, and uh, yeah, he, he so he's never never scored thirty batting second. Yeah. There's an um, argument against that is that the reason that England's uh, Test record is poor is that we haven't scored enough runs in the first innings. True. So, yeah. You know, if you if if he gets a lot of runs in the first innings, that would I would take that. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I mean, Lawrence has Lawrence has done okay when he's played seventy three. 46 and a 50 in the same test away in India. That's pretty good. Um, didn't, you know, got a naught and a did not bat against New Zealand at Lords. And then an 81, not out, which was, I think, the innings you were thinking of, Tony. His last time out, he got 25. Yeah. So, you know, he's, he's um, you know, eight matches. I, 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 I've got a sneaking suspicion that they might give Lawrence a go somewhere, somewhere in the top six. Yeah, and, uh, I, I, I'm an Essex man, and I, I I know and follow him well. And he's talented. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just I'm on the other side of the fence there. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. So if we that's the top six spoken about coming in at seven, everybody's favourite wicketkeeper, Ben folks. At long last, surely, surely, they're not going to play Bearstow keeping wicket and Lawrence. <laughs> And leave out folks. Well, surely, surely not. Well, this is the England selection panel. Anything can happen. But I, but I do think that Strauss again has said, has come out and said that folks is the yes. number one wicketkeeper he, now. He's, a, he's the best glove man yeah. in England and yeah. has been for two or three years. Yeah. And okay, he got injured, uh, which was unfortunate. Yeah. But otherwise, he may have played uh, a better part in in the Ashes, particularly as Josh Butler uh, turned out really to be a, a, a white ball man a white ball man and i find that i think uh, josh uh, for all his great attempts uh, will now be um a white ball cricketer for, yeah. for england yeah. and certainly not a red ball one yeah no no i i uh, i think you're right i think you're right yeah no i mean he's is uh folks is you know he's got a hundred he's he's got you know he's got a second innings 50 away in Sri Lanka as well he's he's I think he was man of the series in that series back in yes, uh, back in 2018 was. I mean, he was he was terrific um yes. you know his last... and, and and what I noticed about him he's not phased when he's under pressure either no, no. I think he's got the temperament for it yeah 
So, folks, absolutely, we've got to say, should be a shoe-in to go back to, to bat a seven to be the keeper. So it brings us to the bowlers. So let's start with the, the shorter list of bowlers, which is the spinners. So I, I guess it's good that they've picked Leach. Um, they've given him another chance. Yeah, um, yeah. But I suppose the exciting selection is Parkinson. Has, well, to, be, that, yeah. has to be. We've cried out for him. Uh, the, the, the poor man, uh, unfortunately, he, uh, he doesn't even raise a bat in anger, which is a, a bit sad. So he's consigned to the number 11 spot. But, um, and that, I think, maybe has swung things against him occasionally. But I've, I've seen him bowl in all forms of cricket. And he, he, I think he, he could be the surprise packet. Yeah. And, and I hope, I, I can understand their loyalty to Leach. Uh, he hasn't had the most of his uh, chance, most chances. Uh, and he hasn't let England down, but he hasn't set the world on fire. No. He doesn't. He doesn't take it except when the wickets are very, very sympathetic. Yeah. I hope they give uh, Parkinson the slot, at least for the first test, till we see how he does, yeah. provided the conditions are good. Yeah, I, I, I think, I, I mean, I think with a leg spinner, you, the conditions are less important than, uh, than with other types of spinners. So I, I think he... I think it's a good opportunity to get him into the team and see how he performs, yeah. you know. He might be Graham Swan. He might be Simon Kerrigan. You know, yes. we don't know until we yeah. play him. Yeah. So, um, so, so we we will have to wait and see. For those but... who don't remember Simon Kerrigan, <laughs> yeah, well, he was a he was a Lancashire leg, Lancashire leg spinner actually, who was much touted around the um, around the county circuit, um, and he made his Test debut, I think, at the Oval, and and he was he was he wasn't able to perform at Test level. He, he couldn't. No. He, he almost couldn't get it on the he, on the he pitch. Neither the ability nor the temperament. Uh, and and indeed, in the second innings of the game, uh, he, he wasn't even called on to bowl at all. No. He just he, he just was 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 a was a passenger for the second half of that. Real shame. He good for him. He's built his his county career back up at, at Northamptonshire, and he's a, a valued member of that squad. And, and good on him. Uh, I would. I would love to have had his career, um, but it's such a shame. But it goes to show Test cricket, particularly in England, sometimes people get selected. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just... Hope that, that Parkinson uh, doesn't go down that road. Yeah, well, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Tough being a leg spinner, but I'm glad they've gone for Parkinson. Mm-hmm. I, I think Parkinson was probably the, the right the right selection. They could have gone for Mason Crane, but I think Parkinson was, was probably the right call. Yeah, so I think Mason Crane... Um, is a bit like Broad and Anderson. He's a very, very strong character. And uh, I don't think that is needed at the moment. No, fair enough, fair enough. So then looking at the, the pace options, we've got guys we know very well. Mark Wood, who did, a, who did very well in, in Australia. He, he certainly enhanced his reputation. Um, you've got a couple of people who probably didn't, didn't necessarily enhance their reputations in Australia. So Chris Wokes, who again had another very difficult overseas tour. And Ollie Robinson, who, again, Strauss has come out and said he needs to think about his fitness. Well, he's got he Strauss, and Strauss also said but he is working on that over the summer. I have not the slightest doubt that behind the scenes, Andrew Strauss has, uh, has got him in a corner and said, get yourself fit for the second innings, boy. Yeah. We don't want you to be a one innings wonder yeah. or even a three quarter one innings wonder. Uh, and because he has undoubted ability, he, he hits the, the the ball hits the deck and uh, and and well within from his height. 
Yeah. I think he's a very promising bowler. But one I'm sorry to see not included, because I know he's fit now, is Cass of Durham. Cass is the fastest of them all. And when he represented England, he by no means let them down. But, th but he's not going. They, they've chosen, I suspect, Overton in, in front of him. Yeah. Um, uh, but I can't see Overton. Um, I can't see him as a Windies bowler. I just can't see it somehow. Yeah, he's, he's kind of having a bit of an unfortunate career, isn't he? People are coming in and getting in ahead of him. Yeah, he's kind of been around for a while. He's they obviously know him and they obviously like him on tour. Um, but he's yeah, he's he's kind of seeing people kind of come in and, and the one this time. In fact, there's two this time, but one kind of bit of a bit of a pace merchant is uh, Saki Mahmood, who I think it's good to see him in the side or in, in the squad. It'll be I think he will get I think he will play. I think he will get at least one game. Um, well, I would like I, I agree with you. I think he's 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 very much the heir apparent. Yeah. He had a, um, shall we say, a less than um, impressive uh, T Twenty, but T Twenty yeah. and and red ball is yeah, different. Very different, as yeah. you say. He is fast, and I would like to see he and Wood as two fast, real, the fastest bowlers yeah. uh, to give the West Indies a taste of their own medicine yeah. uh, on on what should be a pretty good wickets yeah. out there. So I hope that he and Wood play. Mm -hmm. So you're coming down then. To the third seamer, which is a choice. What we've got, we've got folks. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, um, Fisher, Overton, yep. and Wokes. Now, yep. you've said it, and I'll back you up here. I think Wokes is an English bowler, and and I just uh, he showed signs of doing something uh, in Australia, but not enough for me. And I don't, and I think that the wind is pitches will be even less helpful for him. So, and he's got in because he's is a passable bat. And I think they've been trying to strengthen the batting when the batting yeah. has been so flimsy. Mm. I wouldn't play him. So I'm down then to uh, Fisher and um, Overton, uh, if you're looking at, the, at Robinson. So at my three pace bowlers, would be Robinson, um, Mark Wood, and Saqid with um, Stokes, who we hope after his side injury in Australia, mm -hmm. uh, would be the four, the, the four pacemen. Yeah. I wouldn't, I, okay, Fisher may surprise you. Mm. I, I have this feeling also he's another Hendrick type bowler that, mm. that, you know, the fast, medium swing. Is he yeah. really? suitable for Wendy's only time will tell when he's out there again they may just want to have a feel of him in around the squad and see how yes. he copes in, in that, in that environment be, I certainly think unless he has a disaster he'll be in the frame for the summer tests yeah yeah so he's what he's 24 years old his first class record is 63 wickets at 27 and a half so that's pretty good I think he was the youngest one of the youngest ever um uh, first class cricketers, I think he's he's uh, he's a uh, he's got a very you know he's been around for a long time yes. at Yorkshire. Um, yeah, he's uh, yeah 2015, so he's 24, and he and he made his he made his debut in 2015. So nice, he's he's, uh, he's yeah he's um, yeah yeah. Really. In fact, he played a 40 over game for for Yorkshire in 2013 when he was 15. 
Yes. So he's he's they've obviously so he's been nurtured, hasn't he? Yeah. They've had plenty of opportunities to have a look at him. He's played for the Lions. He's played for the under 19s. Um, he's yeah. His, his last game, in fact, was was for the England Lions against Australia A. He took a couple of wickets in that game. Not not, not much to write home about. Um, but yeah, he's he's uh, he's it's an interesting pick. It wasn't one that I saw coming. Um, no, and and so, but you know maybe this was this was um, James Taylor and and and. Uh, and, and Strauss knowing the county game and, and finding somebody that they think should be, you know, is, is maybe not not the, uh, the the kind of most in in style cricketer because he's a he's a he's a you know he's not an express pace man, but maybe he gives them that maybe he's durable, maybe he gives them that third seamer option who can plug away and uh, and and you know hold up an end, take some wickets, but but generally. Give the give the quicker bowlers a rest. Who knows? Be interesting to see if he plays. I, I don't. I, I'll be really keen to see if he does play and see how he gets on. Yes, if he was any good thing, I think he would be number two to Robinson. Yeah, yeah. He, he, obviously, Sakib and Mark Wood are the, are the, the out and out pace man. Yeah. And and you have Stokes. Obviously, he's in yeah. with all round and is uh, just his natural ability. Yeah. So uh, I would place him as number two to Robinson. And unless something happens to Robinson, uh, he, uh, official would step in. He's by no means a bad bat, is he? No, he's not. He's not a terrible bat. I don't think he's. Uh, what's his first class average with a bat? Uh, he averages thirteen and a bit. Fisher. Oh, he's um, not that great then, yeah. So, yeah. so he's he's what's he's good. Yeah, not not not. I mean, he's only played twenty one first class matches. So, you know, he's still got got. You know, yeah. still got yeah. a little bit of, of developing to do, I guess. Um, but no, but inter- an interesting squad, plenty to talk about. So thank you. Well, it, it, an interesting one. Um, I don't know if you saw the the tweet that um, um, Kevin Peterson put up. I, I did, where he said you need to move to regional franchises to get rid of the rubbish county players, effectively. Yeah, no, but he put up also a specific tweet about the selection for the tour. Oh, did he? And it was just a, a, a series of laughing emojis. Which I thought was a bit deprecating. Yeah. I, I I go more to what Jonathan Agnew said, and he said there has this tour has a temporary feel about it. Yeah. And I can't help feeling that we are in a changeover period, and yeah. the squad itself is giving people a chance to stand up and be counted. Yeah. So yeah. with with a couple of exceptions that surprised me Lawrence being one and Fisher being the other uh, and, and and possibly Pope uh, I I don't I can see what they're trying to do let's put it yeah. that way yeah. and let's hope they they go well and and two or three stand up to be counted ready for the future yeah I would agree with that Tony now I've seen a lot of um, fairly di- you know, disparaging remarks about the squad saying you know England can't afford to have these you know kind of second rate tour parties you know it's all about the ashes and everything else is secondary I don't think that's what they're doing um I agree with you I think they're, they're having a look at some people um it's a tough tour straight after the ashes when you've it been is. hammered it's a very tough tour and as um, we said before it's a tour that we yeah, consistently do yeah, not do well yeah, yeah but England are bottom of the world test championship so yeah. they need to start getting some results yeah. and they need to get get some points 
um, and I think that's that's uh, that's absolutely necessary. So great, there we go, folks. So that is the England's touring squad for the Test of the West Indies. The tour starts with a tour game on the first of March. Um, and then it um, it continues through three tests in the West Indies, and um, we will be back to cover those once the action gets going. So um, please leave us your thoughts and comments. What do you think? Were you surprised to see Fisher? Were you surprised to see Pope or maybe Leach? Um, are you pleased to see Parkinson or would you prefer to see Mason Crane? Let us know what you think. Um, you know, we're always really keen to hear your views too. Um, and you can do that on YouTube or on any of the other platforms on the on the podcast platforms where you can leave comments and we will get them. Um, or indeed, you can follow us on Twitter at SFTV underscore cricket. And you, you can find us chipping in with our knowledge and, and, and witticisms whenever there is cricket being played. So um, that's it for this show. Thank you very much for joining us, Tony. Thank you, as always, for your insight and your wisdom. Pleasure. Thank you very much. Um, and may I say well done, because I know uh, the dreaded COVID could be lurking <laughs> around you at the very moment as you speak. You've done wonders. It may well be, Tony. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. Yes, if I'm a little more nasal than usual, it is because I'm being visited by the coronavirus, I think. But never mind. I will prevail. Thank you, Tony. And I will see you all next time. Thank you, folks. Good night, Good night. all.